Join me as we explore artists, albums, covers, and genres that you may have never even heard before. Let's dive deeper into everybody that you may have heard and love, and let's talk music. What's going on, everybody? I'm the host of the Music Talk with Ruthie, and with me today I have Matt. Hello, everybody. So today we're going to be talking about Zach Bryan. Um, he's a newer artist, if you've never heard of him. Um, so I first just want to jump in and give you a little bit about Zach. Um, so he is currently signed with Warner Records, which is a big name record label for his first ever record label. Um, he is a 26-year-old singer-songwriter from Ugoa, Oklahoma. Hmm. Um, on his website, it says that he is a man who is proud of his small-town roots, and his music reflects that, and it's fueled by the desire to stay true to himself. He has served seven years in the Navy before being honor- honorably discharged. He is mon- most known for his raspy voice, and I like to call them campfire songs that he's posted on YouTube. Where that's, that's, I feel like that's been pretty good. He's been like just singing around the campfire on YouTube. Um, but he's also known for his country folk style, which is a little bit different than I feel like what you see with modern artists. You know, you see a lot of... Um, when I was looking up and doing some research for this, um, a lot of people like refer to him as like bro country artists, like Morgan Wallen. He's like a bro style artist. Yeah, you I've, know? I've heard that before. He produces more like pop music than like Morgan Wallen produces more pop music than. I feel like Zach Bryan's like a deep rooted like old country soul, you know. Yeah, I feel like bro country. If you if you could link it to like a group of people, it's like frat boy country in a sense. Yeah, well, actually, I was. was looking up an article and they compared Zach to Morgan and was like, um, basically on the Morgan Wallen, it was talking about how he was a frat boy slurring in words and has a rocky past and just all that as to where it, the article was like seeing the world through Zach Bryan's rust collared glasses because he's just like an old soul he's he's more of a folk singer honestly he, he reminds me he's in that genre with you know Coulter wall um who i feel like they they have just like you said like an old soul in this new world <laughs> and it's kind of i feel like it personally it's kind of like a blend of both and they have you know new school touches but old school roots in in the same yeah it's like if you listen to Coulter wall like you absolutely would not know that he was from this generation or that he was definitely as young as what he is you know zach bryan like nobody thinks he's 26 years old no you know also nobody a fun fact about him is nobody knows that really it's very unknown that he served in the navy and especially to serve for eight years in the navy like it's like i i only found out i knew because i remember when he he talked about you know quitting music to go back into the navy and that's I kind of you know did a little research about it, and that's when I found out because I you know I would have never known. Well, he left the Navy. He was honorably discharged to pursue his country music career after eight years. That's why he left the Navy. Yeah. Um, but that kind of goes into how he became popular, you know, which was the second thing that I kind of wanted to get into is his he had a viral YouTube video, and that's how people started to know who Zach Bryan was. But it was when he filmed he recorded a video of himself doing Heading South, his song on YouTube, but he was out back in the Navy barracks, and that's when he put that song out, and that's how he, people started to know who he was. Um, but I think after he blew up after that song, that really sealed the deal for him, that he wanted to pursue his country music career. But yeah. 
And one thing that is very unknown about him was that he served as long as he did in the Navy. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like people might have known that he was in the Navy, but serving eight years, I don't think people. Yeah, he must have come. He probably came fresh out of high school. Just about. I mean, well, he um he enlisted at eighteen, so as soon as he did enlist is whenever he did. So yeah. I mean, it was right right outside of high school whenever mm-hmm. he came of age. It's when he came in. He's actually a third generation. His hmm. his dad and his grandfather were both in the Navy, so he's a third gen. Maybe, but um, he actually got into writing music. So he got his first guitar. His dad bought him his first guitar when he was fourteen, and that's when he started writing songs. Um, but then, whenever he got out, he would write like a bunch of his music, and then he started producing um, after, on like on breaks of his whenever he was not on leave, you know. So I think he actually yeah. did a couple tours in the Navy too. Huh. But, um, he produced, he, so some of his albums that we have here are, um, American Heartbreak, which is his newest album, and it was 32 songs, and he released it this year, but it was actually his label debut, so he released a triple, it's considered a double, but some people argue that it's a triple, but he released that, his first, um, album off of a record label was a 32 song album, yeah, and then is, turned right around, like, Two three months later, and released a nine song EP called Summertime Blues. Yeah, I mean that's a that's a yeah that's a big. I feel like you're always he's always coming out with something. You know, you feel like you can get on every so often and you find that he has you know done a little song or something. Yeah, yeah. You hear like I know I follow a lot of people on TikTok um, who are real heavy in like the you know country music game um, and. I feel like I'm always seeing videos of little snippets of um, pre-releases of all sorts of different songs that I, you know, had no clue about any of them. So, like, my thing for Zach Bryan is I think that he has, like, a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of, like, secret songs that he's, like, written while he's been in the Navy and that I think they're all just coming out now, you know? I, I, I think they've already been written and I think that's why he's able to come out with them so fast is because I think they're already there. Yeah. He's just releasing them in... Not as fast. Well, I mean, he's releasing music like Wildfire, but mm-hmm. especially compared to like Luke Combs, who's another big name in the country artist. You know, yeah. it's been like a year since he's dropped an album, even an EP. I mean, he dropped a single like not too long ago, but even the single that he dropped was like a year and a half past. Yeah, I I feel like that is something about Zach Bryan is you know he he posted that YouTube video in what like twenty nineteen. I His think. head and South was in. <clears throat> I have it written down somewhere. Oh, yeah, 2019. 2019. So, I feel like since he started, you know, producing music, he's not stopped. You know, like, I know a lot of artists, um, like, you know, like uh, Luke Combs, you know, it's like he'll go on a big, you know, put out a whole bunch of songs, um, and then it's like he takes, you know, a break, in a sense, mm-hmm. from putting out anything new for a while. Well, it's like one thing that, like, that's one thing, like, I really like about Zach Bryan is, like, this man's still touring. Like, he's still dropping 32-song albums, 9-song EPs, like, boom, boom, boom. He just released a new single this year. I mean, he's released he's released 43 songs this year. Yeah, it's like, how does he, you know, if, I feel like I, I agree with what you're saying, where he probably has a whole bunch in the bank, because... He would have to be not sleeping to, that's what, you know, that's to produce what that many That's what leads me to think songs. that he has all these songs that from 
the Navy and stuff like that, like when he was on tours, you know, it's just something to keep him busy because it's like, I don't know how it would be absolutely possible to release 43 songs in one year. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that's, that's crazy. I mean, I, I don't know if you looked up any other artists, if they've ever come close to like how many they've released or. But um, I think the only other closest one would probably be like Eric Church because he re- he did release like a big triple album and he released an EP yeah. before the big triple album. But I mean, the triple album that he released it and it came close to only Zach Bryan's first album. Yeah, and it's like you know a thirty you know a thirty plus song album is a monstrous album. Mm-hmm. That's huge. You you don't see that ever. Really. I almost I actually didn't enjoy that he released a thirty two song album. I think that. Um, you know, Eric Church, whenever he released his album, he broke it up and it wasn't like he released three albums out of once, you know, one came out, they were all recorded at the same time, but one came out this Saturday. The next one came out the next Saturday. He released them in three separate weeks, you know, and I think that benefited him because I think everybody was able to dive in to every song that was on every album, you know, with Zach Bryan's 34 song album. I've listened to it since it's came out, but there's still some new songs on there that I'm just not discovering because it's it's a lot to take in at once. Like releasing 34 songs, some of them are going to go under the radar that shouldn't. So I actually think that that was a downfall in releasing that big of an album. Yeah, it's like you know, I think his album released um, when we were getting ready to go on the cruise. It was you know pretty close before then because I, I remember I downloaded that whole album. It was like two days plane. before then. Yeah. You know, it was like two days, and I, I told you that it had just yeah. come out and that download I, it so we can listen to yeah. it. Yeah, and so, like, I remember, you know, I would agree with you in, you know, splitting them up because I I know myself, you know, I'm, I like to listen to all, I like to give them all a chance, you know, see if I like them, if I really like them, you know, um, and it, <laughs> I don't know how long the total album is, but... That's a lot of. I think only like shakes out to like two hours and two minutes, but. But that's a lot of listening. You know, two hours to sit there and really listen to all the songs, like really listen to them, is. And I know that like, I'm. I've listened to a lot of Zach Bryan, and I know his songs pretty well. Mm -hmm. I really like them, you know. And I guarantee you that there are songs on that album that I don't know, just because. It's hard to keep track of 30 songs at once. Well, I think that's another thing that I like about Zach Bryan is like a lot of other artists like Morgan Wallen and Luke Combs <clears> and all the, they write about drinking beer, driving in a truck, like having a big truck, being popular. You know, I feel like Zach Bryan never has a song that is quite like every other one. I feel like 90% of his songs, I mean, everybody has songs that sound similar or everybody has songs that they could probably get by with. You know, maybe only making one instead of both of them. But a lot of his songs stand apart, which is something else that a lot of people really like about him is that, like, every song is a different song. You know, it's like you truly never know what you're going to get. Like He has a lot of diversity in his music, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's, <clears throat> you know, he's got a good range. Bringing it back to, like, Luke Combs, for instance, all of his songs, you know, when a Luke Combs song comes on, it's like, oh, that's Luke Combs because the beats are all pretty similar. You know, they're all typically, you know, up more upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I feel like you listen to Zach Bryan and, you know, you got the, you got the upbeat, faster paced songs you got, but in that upbeat, you've got, you know, a happier vibe. You've got like an angrier vibe. Then you bring it down and you've also got, you know, slower that are, 
you know, in all emotions. And I think he's just a really diverse, you know, songwriter. Yeah, we'll see that's like <clears> um, <throat> Zach Brown Band. Like, they have the song Chicken Fried, which is a... I mean, obviously, it's probably one of their most popular songs. It's probably the song that everybody knows. But yeah. then they came out, like, about two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago, with a song called Sambo. And I remember I played it for you, and you're like, is this chicken fried? Because it starts out exactly the same. You know, it's like, yes. I don't I don't necessarily <clears throat> favor artists who, you know, can't be original. Even with it, like, I feel like he just, I feel like Zach Brown Band just, like, jipped off their own song, you know? it's They knew chicken fried was popular, and they knew that it had a good flow to it and that it was bringing him in the most money so i'm going to write a song about a bow but with the same exact beat so people listen to it as much you know i feel like i don't like artists who get to the point where i'm just writing the same song over and over again and like i understand some people reuse beats and stuff like that but like the amount of similarities to chicken fried and same boat the beat at the very beginning you can't tell the difference in what song is coming on right you know, but sitting here looking at a list of all the songs on American Heartbreak, you know, um, Billy Stale was one that I've just now recently discovered. You know, I didn't didn't think that, well, I knew the song was on there, but it's, with 34 songs, it's super hard to sit down and listen to all of them and, you know, kind of pick out favorites. I feel like there's still so many of my favorites, like Brian's songs, that I'm just now figuring out are my favorites because he just has so many songs on the market that it's kind of hard, you know, and it's like... I think this is a downfall to his career because he is only 26 years old, you know? So it's almost like you're burning out your career at hell speed at the very beginning. Yeah, it's like, you know, new new album comes out, and as fast as you can listen to him, something else comes out. You know, it's like, uh, I know a lot of people, they'll sit there and listen to a song, and if they really like it, you know, they you know, kind of obsess over that song in a sense, and mm -hmm. they, you know, they really want to listen to it a bunch. It's like almost like you don't have the time. If you want to give every song a fair chance and listen to every one of them, it's like you don't have the time to sit there and listen, you know, and learn a song. Well, um, I was talking to my dad um, the other day, and I was like, you know, a good rule of thumb for me if I was to be re releasing an album would be to release an album that would take you... Because most people's trip to work is 30 minutes, you know, like you have about a 30 minute commute to work for a lot of people, you know, so my rule of thumb would be release a song that will take you the trip to work and the trip home from work. And that's, that's as far as the album goes, you know, keep the album at an hour because you also just lose the interest of people, you know, it takes me two hours to get to school and give or take, you know, and that would be nothing but two hours of listening to Zach Bryan straight through. And it's like, I could do it, but you're going to lose a lot of interest in a lot of people because I got to have a change up. You know, I can't just sit there and listen to the same person over and over again. Like, I know people who can drive to podcasts, and personally, I cannot because I cannot sit there and listen to the same person <clears throat> talk to me for two straight hours. I'm going to be bored out of my mind, you know, and it is a rise to Zach Bryan because American Heartbreak is so diverse in what you see, but... I I think the album could have been configured a little bit better in like the order of songs that came out because it kind of goes, it starts out like really, really fast, like upbeat, 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 and then the bottom 10 songs are all the slow songs on the album. So you, um, you, um, you start to, it's like, I feel like he could have mixed them up a little bit better and just threw in a little bit of different things. He also has a poem on there, which poem songs are not my thing. I, 
I feel like when I'm listening to a poem song, I'm listening to it waiting for you to start singing. And then when you don't start singing, I get frustrated that you're not starting to sing because I'm, I'm listening to you for music. You know, I'm not listening for you to sit here and read to me. Like, although he's got a great voice and if he was reading me a book, I feel like it would be a different story. But mm-hmm. to sit here and like have a beat behind a poem, I just feel like I'm like, you gonna start singing? Or are we just talking, you know? Yeah. I'm not a huge on poem songs, which is the road I know is his poem song, but which is weird because he has a song called Poems in Closing Time. <laughs> but that's not the poem song. I think we looked at that before and I was like, oh, I know which song it is. It's the song that's called that says poem. Poems in yeah, Closing Time. Because who writes a poem song and doesn't <clears throat> title it Poem in Closing Time? Yeah. Like, why are you going to write a song called Poems in Closing Time? But that's not going to be your poem song. Yeah. Your poem song is going to be The Road I Know. Yeah. I think I think somebody in post-production of that album accidentally mixed up those two titles. And then at <laughs> that point, it was a little too late. Because it doesn't make sense. Because if you listen to Poems in Closing Time, it sounds like The Road I Know should be the title to it. Like, I genuinely believe that might have been a mess up. It's, it's it possible. feels like to me that that was a mess up. Because <laughs> if you want to put a poem on an album, go ahead. But, like, I... I know I turned on the road I know and I thought it was going to be a killer song and then this man just starts talking to me and it's like what? Mm-hmm. I don't, that's not what I want to hear I don't, yeah. I don't want to hear you talking to me <clears throat> um, another thing about Zach Bryan which if you not watched Yellowstone obviously you wouldn't know this but I know you've watched a little bit of Yellowstone um, I've not watched it but I'm going to get into it but um, Zach Bryan actually has two songs that are featured on Yellowstone and that's another thing that grew his popularity yeah. A lot. What's his two songs on Yellowstone? Do you know the two songs that are on Yellowstone? Oh, goodness. I'll give you um, a hint. Okay, go for it. Um, they were both off of Deanne, Diane. Deanne. Deanne was his mom. His mom passed away in 2016. So um, the album that came out in 2019 was for his mom. Yeah. See, I figured, a little side note, I figured he his mom did because i know he talks a lot about his mom in the songs i don't know how um, she passed away but she did pass away in 2016 well, I, I don't think he's ever one thing i was like <clears> brian <throat> is he's, he's tend to keep his personal life off of yeah. the internet like you know you don't really know about a lot about his personal life i feel like that's also another reason a lot of people didn't know he was in the navy because i feel like that's just something they tried to keep off the internet you know on the internet when you look up zach brian really the only thing you find is his music his music and <laughs> You know, on uh, if you have TikTok, I'm sure it got really popular on TikTok there for a little bit. It looked like he had a girlfriend traveling the world with him to some of his concerts and stuff like that. I know a lot of people had some backlash over that because this man writes heartbreak music. He can't have a girlfriend write heartbreak music, but we did see that. Um, but, do you know his album, Elizabeth? Do you know all of Zach Bryan's albums? I mean, I, yes, I do. Well, he only has three albums. Yeah. He has um, American Heartbreak, Deanne, and Elizabeth. Uh-huh. And then he has To Be Peace, Quiet Heavy Dreams, and Summertime Blues. And then he's released a bunch of singles. But a bunch of his singles were pre-releases to a lot of his al- to his American Heartbreak album. Mm-hmm. So Oklahoma City. But he released Oklahoma City two years before it came out with American Heartbreak. Yeah. Um, from Austin, Highway Boys, Late July, Something in the Orange. But he came out with two versions. So Something in the Orange that's not on the album is... It's like a jazzy something. I don't. It was not. It's the Z and E version, right? No, the Z and E version is the one that's on the album. That's an uh, acoustic version. Okay. Which is, in my opinion, better. But I prefer. I like acoustic music better. And then he's released Burn, Burn, Burn. But um, yeah. So his albums are Elizabeth and Do You Know. So Deanne's named after his mother. Yeah. I don't know where American Heartbreak got his name from, but do you know what Elizabeth is named after? 
I don't know. He was married. Zach Bryan. He was married. married. Yeah, he had a wife. So he's not married currently. No, he's not married anymore. Here, they um, got a divorce because it was rumored that he cheated on her. Oh. Yeah, that was a big thing that not a lot of people know, but not a lot of people even knew that he was married because he did keep so much of his personal life yeah. off the internet. You know, that was kind of a segue into I know. I just thought he... Yeah. I either thought he was currently married or, you know, he had himself a lady. I never knew that. Well, it, the girl the girl on TikTok is not his... was not his wife. It was a different... His wife is... They split up. He met her in the Navy and they got married and... um Somebody leaked their wedding images, and that's how people realized that he was married. But he was when married. When did they get a divorce? I have no idea when they got divorced. I don't even know when they got married. Mm. They got married during COVID. I do know that. And um, oh, so this is a recent. I was thinking it's more no towards the earlier. Well, Elizabeth came out in 2020. They got married in 2020. Oh, and they were engaged for four months before they got married. So um, her name's Rose Madden, and her middle name's Elizabeth. And that's I was gonna say because there's a song "Rest Rose." Mm-hmm. That's well. That's it. Was his wife, which is now his ex-wife. And if you go and look at his album on Apple Music or mm-hmm. on Spotify, the song Elizabeth is no longer available. Really, he's taken it off the charts. And I, I believe it's because they're no longer because they got a divorce. Huh? Yeah, you can't listen. You can't listen to Elizabeth. It says this song is currently not available in your country or region. Yeah. It most definitely is. Yeah, and it's because he was rumored to cheat on her. The song, the song was like a bonnet, like a sonnet about like how much he loved her and wow. all this stuff like that. But it was rumored that he cheated on her, and that's why they split up. Wow, I know, crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> but yeah, that one came out in 2020 when they got they got married in 2020. But I know it was like a little secret ceremony, and they had to move it like three or four times because there kept being complications with COVID and stuff like that. But yeah, they got I no one knew that, you know, it was that was like a secret. I was scrolling through, you know, looking up information for this podcast and was like, What? I didn't even know he was married. You know. You know, that's one thing is like, you know, some celebrities they you know they don't care if their personal information's out there, you know, they don't have too they mm-hmm. don't really try to hide their, you know, personal lives. <clears throat> I'm all for and, like celebrities wanting to keep personalized personal yeah, because I am like, too. I think what a lot of people like don't realize, you know, as like fans, there's like the people that we idolize are people too. You know, it's like they're gonna mess up, they're gonna have mistakes, they're gonna have hiccups, you know, and it's like do I think Zach Bryan should get catch a bunch of flack for cheating on his partner? No, because he's not the first person that's ever cheated on somebody. He's never gonna be the last person that's cheated on somebody. You know, should he have done it? No. It was his wife, you know. He shouldn't have, but he is only 26 years old, you know? Yeah, and Joe down the street could cheat on his wife of 40 years. And nobody would say anything and about it. Because nobody would say anything. And see, that's the thing. It's like nobody like nobody would say anything about us or normal people, you know, not people in the spotlight cheating on anybody. But it's like, I don't, I think that is, you know, some reason that he keeps a lot of his personal life off. Because he wants to write me, like, he's here to write music. He's not here for you to feel sorry for him because his mom died. He's not here to, like, nobody knew his mom died. You know, yeah. it's like a lot of I think, people never realize that because he's not here for you to feel sorry for him. He's he's here to write music for you, and that's all he wants you to know. So he puts out there as much as he wants you to know. Yeah, I think we. I think you know, us as a non, you know, as non-famous people, we take our personal lives um, for granted, and I think you know a lot of people have that mindset of. Oh, you know, well, I would love to be famous, and mm-hmm. 
all this. And I'd love to have people know me wherever I go. But, you know, you have people like Dolly Parton who has to, you know, change her identity and her looks. Well, like Dolly Parton dresses up as much as she does so she can go out with her husband and not dress up like Dolly Parton and nobody even recognizes and who she is. For you know? them and to have like, a peaceful evening out eating somewhere or, you know, going to a show, she has to, you know, change her appearance to the public just so people don't recognize Well, it's her. like people shouldn't have to think that far ahead in their career of, if I get famous, I want to look like this so I can go out and act like nobody comes up to me, you know? Nobody should have to think that far ahead. Like, I don't have to think that far ahead when I go out, you know? I don't have to be like, I'm going to, and Dolly Parton says this herself, so I'm not just calling Dolly Parton trailer park, trailer park trash, but she says that's what she wanted to be. <laughs> she said she wanted to be trash, um, but... She put her persona out there in, in her career as she was trailer park trash. So whenever she went out with her husband, nobody would recognize who she was. You know. Yeah, I think I think people, you know, I think people take you know their personal lives for granted. But I also think people should be more respectful of, you know, the celebrities who want to stay a little bit more private. And you know, I feel like nobody wants you know him going through that divorce. And, you know, whatever happened, um, I'm sure it was a hard time for him and having, you know, it's a hard time for anybody and being a normal person, you know, you can deal with it. Well, it's like, I have no idea even how long they were married. Yeah, you, you know, can, I mean, it could well, have been a long shot that the marriage could have been within the annullable range where it wasn't even actually a divorce. They kind of just signed it off and act like it never happened. Yeah. But like if, you know, a normal person, they can, you know, just do it by themselves and not have to worry about the public. But the public sees everything that a famous person does mm -hmm. and they get judged so much worse. And it's, I think people just should be a little bit more respectful about stuff like that. But back on to how a couple of the songs were on Yellowstone. Um, so Yellowstone has actually been a really popular for having, and they like to call it real country artists. Yellowstone likes to say that they're, they like real country artists. And actually, if you go on Apple Music or Spotify, you can find Yellowstone episode playlist of hmm. every country music song <clears throat> that was on it. And it's from people like Coulter Wall, Chris Stapleton, Zach Brown was on there. And this struck me as, this just like caught my eye because I, I enjoy Whiskey Myers music, but Whiskey Myers has been on um, Yellowstone quite a lot. But Whiskey Myers band actually played in one of the bar scenes on Yellowstone. So really? I, yeah, I just thought that was something cool. See, I've heard, I've heard Chris Stapleton and Coulter Wall, but I've never, I've not heard Zach Brown myself. Um, on Yellowstone. Yeah, well, it was Condemned, and it was Flying or Crying. Those were his two <laughs> songs that were on there, which Condemned is one of his bigger songs. Um, yeah. Flying or Crying is not as one of his bigger songs. But mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to move into... Um, I know we all have our favorite songs from our artists, so I want to hear some of your favorite songs and why you like the songs from Zach Bryan. Mm. Let's so see. Let's go album by album, just so we can okay. keep it here. Um, go off of... Let's come out with his first album. Let's come out with his first <laughs> album here. Okay. Um, so his first album was um, Diane. Diane. Yeah. However you say his mama's name. <laughs> and it was released in 2019 and it has 18 songs. Flying or Crying. Hope Again. Godspeed. Don't Give Up on Me. Doing Fine. Letting Someone Go. Shivers Down My Spine. Snow. Man That Never Knows You, Moon in Oklahoma, Condemned, and Sweet Diamonds. Or Deanne. I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> so, okay. You know, I know a popular TikTok person 
um, who writes all the music, all the albums, mm-hmm. he does a uh, n- like a no skip. So that's what I'm gonna kind of go off of. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the whole album. Oh no, I'm just gonna. He's got like I'm 79 gonna, songs. We ain't got time to go. Through no, them. I'm just gonna <laughs> tell you the ones that I would never skip. Okay, okay. Um, Godspeed. Godspeed is a good song. I love that song. Why do you like Godspeed? Because I, I don't want to. I just I want to hear like why you like these songs. You know, I know why I like certain songs, but it's like I don't know. Like something when Zach Bryan says, "I'm moving at Godspeed," that just that's banger. Yeah. Well, I know in that song he. Uh, that song, I, a lot of my responses is going to start out with, that one hits close to home. You know, it's close to my heart. Um, but he writes music that, and, and I'm going to get into the end. You know, one of my one of my things that I have planned out here is why we like Zach Bryan. So I don't really want to dive into it fully deep here. But he writes the songs that everybody can relate to. And whether you want to say you relate to it or not, this man writes music that we all relate he to. He can find something. One of these songs. Um... So I'm gonna start with Godspeed. I can, you know, I can really relate to that song. Um, I'm a big family man, and um, this song's a lot about family. I mean, yeah. it's his mama's album, so exactly. it's a lot. It's a lot about you know, family. Um, I'm, I'm really close with my mom. Yeah, yeah. As you know, um, I mean, I think we would all be heartbroken for mama's side. You know, of it's, course, it's, yeah. it's our mama. You know, um, there ain't nothing in this world like a mother's love. Okay, there exactly. ain't nothing in this world like a mother's love. I don't like. No matter your relationship with your mom, yeah, I know there's some bad moms in this world. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to speak for everybody whenever we sit here and say that moms are the best. You know, I know that people go through hard times with their moms, but I mean, personally for me, like, I mean, me and my mom have probably not always seen eye to eye. Well, I know for a fact we've never seen eye to eye. We've not always seen eye to eye, but I know she would do anything for me at the drop of a hat. You know, oh, yeah. she would do anything she could for me at the drop of a hat. So... Um, you like Godspeed, you never skip it, you relate to it, you yeah. like your mama, okay, I get okay. it. Okay, um, don't give up on me, because, you know, I've made some mistakes in my life, and, <laughs> I, there, you know, that's something that's like, give me, you know, give me a chance, don't, don't give up on me yet, I can really relate to that one too. You're a slow man, you like to, you like to come to things very, yeah. very slowly, so you don't want people to give up on you, because you'll get there, you yeah. just go move at turtle speed, <laughs> but you. you'll get there. Yeah. Um, Hope Again. Hope Again is a, a banger for me. I, I really, really, really like Hope Again. Hope um, Again is a good If you song. listen to the lyrics in Hope Again, I, I think I feel like that one just kind of hits a little too close to him. Like, you know, he found somebody who gave him his hope back, you know? Yeah. And gave him a reason. You know, I feel like it's important for all of us to have a reason to live, you know? And it's like, yeah. when you find that one person that gives you a reason to be here and a reason to breathe, you know, <laughs> you give that person gives you your hope back, you know? Something that... A lot of us at, you know, sometimes in this world have often thought was gone for us, you know, like uh, the reason, you know, and he found somebody to give him that reason. Yeah, and that's, that's a big thing in mm-hmm. our lives, you know, being able to have hope. Um, I might have to go, another one would be Condemned. Something about that song, the first time I ever saw it was one of his campfire, beside, like behind the army It was one of them, yeah, that he released. And I, that was the first song. I love referring to him as campfire songs yes. because that's just the thing. Like, when I think of Zach Brown, I think of his campfire music. And it's like, I'm not like, stand around the campfire and sing my campfire <clears> songs. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, this man sat around the campfire and was raw. Like, emotions raw. And But this song... Condemned was actually the song that put me on Zach Brown. His first song I ever heard of him. I heard it as like 
probably a week or two after he released it. Mm-hmm. And I heard it and then didn't listen to another song until that song came out, um, you know, however long later it came out. A lot out. of people discovered Zach Bryan's music through his YouTube. You know, a lot yeah. of songs we were listening to three, four years before they came out because yeah. they came out on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but that song, there, I have memories of like, you know, hearing that song and seeing the music video of how passionate. That's how I, you that's know, what I'm saying. Like, how I could tell he was so passionate about his music and how he felt. Mm-hmm. Those, um, I like flying, flying or crying, but those, those three would probably have to be my favorites yeah. off of that album. I will say that, like, Elizabeth and Deanne, Diane, sorry, Miss Diane, for disrespecting you if that's not how you say her name, but I will say that definitely wasn't the peak of his career. You know, that's, he's got select few songs that a lot of people still remember from them. Like, I was going through Elizabeth and looking at it, there's not really that many songs on it that, like, I know, or I would listen to. You know, I mean, obviously, Head's House on there, so I know that one. But, like, Old Man, A Boy Like You, and stuff like that, that's not, that's not who he well, is. That's yeah. also what I was, I was going to say. You know, with him putting out all this brand new music, you know how long it's been since I've listened to one of those songs off of these old albums. Well, see, that's the thing. With the 34-song album, you know, you kind of discredit the rest of your old songs, you know? And like you said... um, so on Deanne, I think Snow's on there. Yeah. Yes. Snow's on there. You know, I'll listen to that one, Condemned and Hope Again, but that's really it from that album, you know, and Heading South and Messed Up Kid from Elizabeth are really the only two songs that I'll listen to on a regular basis, you know, like they'll mm-hmm. they'll come up on my album or my playlist when I go to Apple Music and I play Zach Bryan, but for the most part, all these are skips for me. Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to give you Elizabeth because I'm pretty sure we're pretty similar on that one. Yeah, I I won't give you reasons, but heading south. Um, I mean, obviously, messed up I mean, kid heading south. That yeah. was like that um, was passionate. Like that now, song was like sheer or like passion. You can whenever he released it, the video of him singing that, like you can see the legitimate pain in his eyes when he released <clears> that. Song. I will tell you, I don't know how you feel about the song, but this is probably one of my top favorite songs of him. Revival. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore that song. If I'm going to pick one song from most of his albums, it's going to be that song. So if you could only listen to one Zach Bryan song for the rest of your life, what song would it be? Oh, that's... Let me go through and I'll answer that's that That's not for me. I don't bit. even think I can answer that song. No, because I, I have a, I a couple answer. that are just like jaw-dropping. Like, I don't know if yeah, I Yeah, well, like, that. I have like a list of songs over here. Like, obviously, I studied more for this yeah. than you did, but I played this. But I have like a list of songs over here that... I just absolutely love, you know, yeah. and it's like, but, um, for me, like American Heartbreak, um, here's this, but, so the songs that I like off of American Heartbreak are Oklahoma City, right? Like, I, I've liked Oklahoma City since it came out in 2020. Yes, I love that song. I love the beat. It's got a great beat. I love how it starts out where he's like, old friend, you know, I just, I love that song. I've been, I've loved um, that song since it came out. Happy, um, happy instead. You know, I love that song, but I feel that song. like I connect to that song on a real level. You know, and he's mm-hmm. like, if you're happy, like he basically talks about like if he saw a girl and she was happier with somebody else, like he would be wishing that he was dead. And it's like, you know, I feel that. 
Like, I don't want to see you happy with somebody else, you know? Being a real yeah. adult human being sitting right here, I don't want to see you with anybody else. You know, I want you to be with me, and I'm not going to be happy if you're happy with somebody else. I'm going to be glad that you're happy, but I won't be happy. Exactly. Let's see. If I had to pick a couple, um, I would have to say definitely Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. Highway Boys. Highway Boys is a good one, but I feel like Highway Boys is a testimony to who he is as a person. Yes. I feel like, okay, also, I'm going to hit you with a with a hard take here. Something in orange is kind of overplayed. TikTok kind of ruined that one for me. TikTok did ruin that one. I feel like it is overplayed. Um, I still really like it because oh, I, I like it, but... the acoustic. I like that. The one on American Heartbreak is the Zany version, which is an acoustic version, yeah. and I prefer that one. I'm huge on acoustic songs. Like, an acoustic song is the way to my heart. Yeah. But um, I do agree that it has been overplayed. From Austin has also been yes. completely overplayed. I used to love From Austin to the point where I would never skip it. But now it comes on and it's like, I've just heard it so much on TikTok and from all these people who, you know, like Zach Bryan because he's the newest fad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been overplayed. But... Yeah. Um... Half grown for me. Oh my god! I was gonna. I'm surprised you hadn't mentioned that one I, earlier. I, mean, I cried the first time I heard half grown. It's like that cut me like a knife, you know. And it's like, I mean, obviously my parents are divorced, and I, I haven't always had the best relationship with my dad. So it's like whenever, whenever he said, um, "Girls are oftentimes the sum of all the things our father ain't," you know, like straight to the chest. Like <laughs> he drove a dagger straight through me, and it's like. I really connected with that song, and his passion when he delivered that song was stellar. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Um, Sun to Me. I feel like it's not as popular of a song, but I like it. I love Sun to Me. Um, I love Sun to Me, and um, actually, like my, the next thing that I wanted to ask you were, what were some of your favorite lyrics that Zach Bryan has sang? Well, definitely, you know, that one, I believe, it, I believe, you know, it's from Sun to Me. Excuse me if it's not, but... Uh, um, find someone who goes flowers in, in the, the darkest, darkest parts of you. That's one of my favorite lyrics. I um, love that. I do, I do too. And you see a lot of drawings on like TikTok or stuff, or I do at least, of like tattoo artists like who create tattoo inspos from Zach Bryan songs. And that's one of like the biggest, the popular ones of them drawing a skeleton with flowers coming off of it or a skull with flowers because yeah. his mama told him to find somebody who grows flowers in the darkest parts of you. And that song's just genuinely, it's, it's a sweet song you know it's about it's about a girl who loves him unconditionally you know and it's yeah. like and see that's the thing you know it's like the, the album's called american heartbreak but this man had to be in love when he wrote some of these songs because you don't speak so sweetly about a girl in a song if you're not actually feeling it and you know it goes into another one of my favorite songs is blue where he talks about his girl and about how she's the only one he loves and that in his dreams that's the only one that he's chasing you know and it's like mm-hmm. he's got to be in love to write that song yeah you can't be in love to not write that song cold damn vampires oh yes that's a great song yes. and then hit you with the you know i find this song amusing and i like it because i think it's funny um if she wants a cowboy so i put that on the here on songs that i think are okay um i think it's catchy hot take i think the song gets annoying well, see, I, I I think I'm the one who pointed out to you where he starts using auto-tune know, in the I end said, when she I, wants to... I put to... on here, I said, I like how he uses auto-tune to take a stab at the Nashville Cowboys. Exactly. That's why I think, I think it's funny. funny. I yes. think it's funny. I do think it gets annoying, though, but there's, yeah, it's a, there's it's like a part in the song. Yeah, it's an every once in a while. 
there's like a part in the song that I like I always have to listen to and it's just it's really good. I just think the part in the song's really good. But yeah. um another one that I think's really good is No Cure. I really just think that that's a bad butt song. Like yeah. I think that that's just a, a great song. But um Quitting Time off of um Summertime Blues his EP. Yeah. Um I love the banjo. Okay. I'm a sucker a for some banjo. I love some good banjo music. And it starts out with one of his guys playing the strings, plucking the banjo. Yeah. And I just, I think it's great. I get behind some banjos. Yeah, I can get behind <laughs> but, banjo um, and uh, uh, bagpipes. Banjos and bagpipes. <laughs> um, one song that I just kind of recently discovered, which you might, you might, might hate me for this, but... Open the gates, you know. I just kind of recently discovered how good of a song that actually was. Yeah. And like the meaning behind it, you know, he wanted to follow his daddy, and then his daddy wanted to follow his grandpa, you know. And it, I think it attests to him being in the navy, you know. And it was him following in his daddy's footsteps, and his daddy following in his papa's footsteps, you know. I think it's just it's just a sweet song when you actually yeah. listen to it. And it really shows, you know, what kind of a, a family man he is, mm-hmm. how much he values. Um, and see, that's the thing. Like he's he's rugged, and people like, oh, he's rugged. Like, and you know, you kind of get a little bit of mixed vibes from him because, like, heading south, it seems like him and his dad didn't ever have a good relationship. You know, versus open the gates and where he's doing exactly what his dad did. You know, he wants to be mm-hmm. what his dad did. He wants to be his daddy's kid. Yeah, it makes me wonder if you know. They had a you know a rocky relationship where it was good and bad and good and bad and that you know, it makes those, me wonder if that's why he actually joined the navy, not necessarily just to follow in his father's footsteps, but if it was like the navy was like sort of the only branch he knew, but it was a way to get away, or it was a way to make you know is is a similarity he could make happen that mm-hmm. you know would kind of bond them. Yeah, because he wanted to he wanted to be a singer, and yeah. his dad was like a steel worker or something like that. I don't yeah, know. his dad was a blue collar man, but and he but he wanted to be a singer, and I don't think his dad really liked it. So then he moved away to yeah, and it's like in heading south, he you know it's like then I called my daddy and the master screamed the lyrics of a messed up kid, which ties into another one of his songs, messed up kid, you know, and it's like it's almost like he did move away to you know start singing the songs, and then whenever his dad realized like how well it actually was doing for him, you know, it was kind of like okay, you can do this, yeah. So is that what are some of your other favorite lyrics? Like I, you said the sun to me, but what are I have a couple of my favorite lyrics right now here. Oh goodness! I like when he says in No Cure, Highway Boys Don't Die. I just think that's iconic. Yeah. But to me, I would consider Zach Bryan a highway boy because he's always on the road, you know, just always doing his own thing. But he's not the OG highway boy, okay? No, I, if I were to consider him, <laughs> I would say he was, a, you know. He, he's a highway baby. He's a highway baby. Okay, because like, you know, you know, when you think of the highway boys, you think of Willie. You Nelson. think well, when you think of them, you think not a care in this world about anybody or anything. They do what they want to do. Are you talking about the highway boys, like Chris Christopherson? Yeah. And Nelson? Well, I don't think Zach Bryan has care in this world either. But well, I think he cares about some things. You know, the way he cares about family and stuff that he writes about. You know, in in a lot of their songs, they portray like you know, just do what I want. Well, like Willie Nelson's out. band's called Willie Nelson and Family Band. So yeah, <laughs> now it is, yes. <laughs> and he goes on tour with his son. 
Well, I think when Willie was in his prime, he didn't have a son. (laughs) (laughs) When he was in his prime, he didn't have a son. Willie is 80 with a 30-year-old kid. Willie is 90. With a 34-year-old kid. With a 34-year-old kid. So in his prime, I don't know if he had a son or not (laughs) yet. He's 13 years older than me, and he's... Ten years older than my papa. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, when he was writing those kind of songs, it was not Willie Nelson. I just want to know what woman called Willie Nelson and said, I'm pregnant. Like, or how old she was. We're going to have to dive into that one next <laughs> because, week. <laughs> because if, if Willie's... Is he married? I, I, I think I, I don't know if he's... I don't know if he's married or if he's just had like a long-time partner or something like that. But... I would say she's pretty old, too, and definitely too old to conceive a kid at 60 years old. Yeah. <laughs> so, who'd Willie have this kid with? That's what I want to know. All right. We need to get back on. Willie does on. have a wife. Currently. I thought he did. I thought but, he did. Yeah. He's had okay. a couple. But. So, um, one of my favorite lyrics, you know, we talked about how just half-grown really just hit me, and I mm-hmm. resonated with the song. So, um Zach Bryan probably saying my favorite lyrics in this song, and it says, You can't choose your blood, but you can choose to change the chains that chained you down when you were just a child. And, you know, I relate with that. Yeah. Um, I was adopted at 20 years old, you know. So it's like I didn't get to choose who my daddy was in this world, but I got to choose to change my outcome in life and change who I wanted to be around and who I wanted to be in my life. And I did. You you chose the chains that chained, that chained you down. <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of my blood. Literally. <laughs> I mean, you really did. Yeah. I couldn't choose my blood, but I did choose. You can firsthand relate. I chose to let him go. I, yeah. I tore his chain off of me. It's best to never met. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can you can really relate to that song. I know. That's what I'm saying. Whenever I heard that song, it hit me like enough because it's it's me. It's my life. Yeah. Like, it's exactly my life. But another song that I thought were really powerful was In No Cure. And um, he said, Lone and log and troubadour, you ain't the boy you were before. This world has truly thickened your skin because everyone you talk to acts like they walked through hell with you way back when. And I feel like that is so true. I feel like everybody wants to be in your life when you're doing good. They don't want to be in your life when you're doing bad because it's not cute for them. They want to be in your life when you're doing good. Yeah. I think so. And one that really speaks to me, and this is a song that I really like that um, something didn't get mentioned. I think it was on Elizabeth. Hell or High Water. Yeah. So he sings uh High water or hell, damn what comes tomorrow, because I will give you all the love God God's given me to borrow. Yeah. And that it's like a testament to, you know, who he loves. It's like, you know, whatever happens, just know I still love you. Yeah. And I will love you with everything in So I um was looking up like, do you know what something in the orange is about? What's it about? Oh, you oh, I'm thinking it's about a sunset, personally. Well, and um, <laughs> so I looked it up, and he made a comment, and he said, it's a weird song because everyone thinks it's about some deep, dark thing. Really, it was. I was just in a cabin in the woods in Wisconsin, and I thought about the word orange, and I was watching the sunset, and I was like, yeah, that'd be a cool story to tell in a song. <laughs> so that's all it's about. It's not yeah. about anything. 
And, you know, part of me is like, so is all of his music fake? Because, like, he was talking about, like, a girl leaving him and how he only, he thought of the world of her and she thought nothing of him. And it's like, are, is all your songs fake? Because if it's really just about the word orange here, like, yeah. what do we do? Everybody had their own perception <laughs> of what that song was. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, this girl left him and she yeah. didn't come back to him. And it's like, to him, it's like, well, I just was looking at the sunset. Yeah. I'll give um, you one more, one last one. Um, so, from the song Crooked Teeth. Um, I like this song. I love, I, I, like I, I bomb with this song. Why do you bomb with this song? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Literally, I don't know why you bomb with this song because nothing like that has ever happened to you. <laughs> I know, but it's just something about it. So, the song goes, uh, and I, w- I would ride through Colorado on a rocky stretch of road with no one who loves me as far as telepo- telephone poles go. Telephone. <laughs> I wish I was a trusted man, but a trusted man is weak. The only thing worth trusting is some brass through crooked teeth. And I think so. Well, his girl left him for a man with crooked teeth. Yeah. So, what <laughs> what 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 this really speaks to me is like you know I would I had kind of a sheltered upbringing, so yeah. I really had to learn that you know when he says I wish I was a trusted man, but a trusted man is weak. You know, you gotta you know really have your own back. Yeah, I mean and, this world this world is dark, you know, yeah. and a lot of people liked. I wouldn't say a lot of people. I feel like um, it's about half and half. You know, people choose to see the world as some bright, flowery thing, and it's it's really not. It's really, it's really not I mean, yeah. you know, I think that goes back to like cold damn vampires. You know, or however you say that. Yeah, that's uh, right. But um, you know, one of them is like she carries a knife and a spray to keep them blood suckers at least four a four inch blade away. You know, and I think that just shows how dark this world can actually be. Is like, especially as a girl in this world. You know, a lot of the times like it's hard for me to feel protected in this world when. I'm not going to just, like, put a stereotype out there that, like, all men are scary. Because all men aren't scary. But this world's just a scary place. Men and women are scary. Yeah. You know? But, um... He does He does a good way... He is able to really articulate his words in a good way to describe how the world actually is. Because everybody knows yeah. the world's a scary place if you've opened your eyes and been in the world a little bit. Yeah. But, like... It's hard to say other, without saying the world's a scary place. <laughs> it's hard to you know say. Well, you can't sing a song and just be like the world's a scary place. Exactly. You know, it's like, he it's does a good song. way of like yeah. actually truly describing. But see, how I think I think something that a lot of people I think one of the most underrated things now is people don't actually like really listen to songs, right? They listen to them, but yeah. they don't hear like they hear what the song's saying, but they don't hear what the song's saying. You know, like they don't listen to the music; they just hear the music. And they just hear the words. They don't listen to them. Because, like, if you listen to some of this man's songs, like, who hurt this kid? Like, somebody damaged this kid. You know? Yeah, when you really listen to understand what he's talking about, he's got some this kid's broken. deep songs. This kid is broken. Like, he's, that's the thing. Like, this kid is hurt beyond a man to this well, point. I think it goes both ways, though. He's got some deep songs in the sense of, like, he's hurt and been broken. But he's also got some deep songs and really expelling some love and, you know. And passion. And yeah, it goes, I think he can go both ways. But when you really understand what he's talking about, he's got some really good words. Now, he articulates his feelings very well which is weird because men do not articulate their feelings no so for him to be able to like beautifully compose all of his feelings dark scary feelings you know and he writes himself beautifully and i think that is why a lot of people don't know what he is like saying and stuff like that because 
you know, he's writing about a dark topic and a dark song, but he's able to make it feel so beautiful and happy. And it's like, how? Yeah. I think that's why, you know, that, that bro country so popular is because people, you know, people don't put in enough time and effort. I mean, I've had my fair share of in the car by myself, driving to some Zach Bryan and, I'm the world's worst person to drive in the car and listen to music with because my little Prius radio goes up to 63, mm-hmm. and it is turned up to 63. Um, I like to listen to music really, really loud, but I will be the first to tell you I've had my fair share of crying in the car to Zach Bryan's songs. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Do you know when he... Did you know that he was at the Grand Ole Opry? Did you know he performed there? No, I didn't. I feel like a lot of people don't know that. I don't keep which up is with weird. the times. But the Grand Ole Opry actually performs like a lot of younger kids, I would say. You know, like, or like, I don't want to call them no names because I feel bad just calling them no names. But really, that's what they are. You know, he performed there. His debut was April 10th in 21. Hmm. So it's like, he wasn't a big name then, you know. So I don't want to call them no names because, hey, pursue your career. Watch yeah. your music, but Randall really does huh. show off some names. So I've written you out some cards over here. Yeah. With all of his albums and songs. Oh, and this goodness. took a really long time to write, oh, so bad. you better be thankful. With all of his EPs and all of his singles. And I'm going to task you with the challenge of putting them in top ten order. Songs and albums. Oh, God. But not like, I mean, obviously, it doesn't have 10 albums, but like, yeah. put the top 10 songs and what album they came from. Okay. Do you want to write them down or do you just want to tell them to me? I have the right answers. Here's what I'm going to do I'm going to put a little mm-hmm. little tash by them. No. No. You're going to write them down on that piece of paper. I don't want to, I want to see all the ones I think first. Okay. I'm so, my note cards. Okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> note cards. I'm picky. Okay. So I think, let's see, from Deanne. Would it help you if I go through and tell you how many songs from what album he has in? How many from Deanne, yeah. Two. Two? Mm-hmm. Okay. So my first thought is Godspeed. At what? Well, first I'm going to go through and just... Find songs that I'm going to rank. We got all that time. Boy, you move slow. <laughs> I'll, I'll move fast for you. Um, and then I'm going to go flying or crying. Okay, okay. Remember that list can't be bigger. <laughs> I know. Okay, so how many from Elizabeth? One. One. Heading south, obviously. What did I say? <laughs> when I said one, that should have been a giveaway. That's that's probably really high. <laughs> if I had to guess. I don't know. Okay. American Heartbreak. He's had six, but some of them came out as singles before. But there's six that are technically from American Heartbreak? There's six that... They came out, he released five singles yeah. before that are also on the album American Heartbreak. Now, I'm not saying all five of those are okay. top. I'm just saying that three of them 
yeah. or singles or released as singles before. Okay. But they're all from American Heartbreak. Okay. So I'm thinking Oklahoma City. Quit looking at me. I'm not giving you hints. I'm not, I'm not asking for <laughs> You're looking for some hints. Something in the orange, I would say. Just. Yeah. Something in the orange. And then um, from Austin. Those are my three singles that I'm thinking. And then there's three more um, from American Heartbreak, right? That weren't singles? Hold on. Okay. Yes, there was single, single, single. There was three singles that were also on American Heartbreak. Yeah. And then there is three that are on just on American Heartbreak. Okay. Wait, hey. I'm switching out something in the orange for Highway Boys. Oh. I don't know. Something tells me it's. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness! This is one. This is going to be the hard album. How many got listed on there? One, on. two, three, four, five, six. I need you three need... more from American Heartbreak. Um. And then one's from Quiet Heavy Dreams. Let me do Quiet Heavy Dreams first. Um, November Air. You're looking at me for some... I'm not. (laughs) And then, let's see here. Okay, so now you just need three off of American Heartbreak. I know there's 34 songs (laughs) to look through. Okay. Man, I would have no clue now. Um, I'm going to say... I just want to say you took something in the orange off that list. Yes. Which means that you don't think something or, something in the orange is in one of his top ten songs. And for it to be in his... For it to be overplayed, it has to be in his top ten. <laughs> I'm not saying that Highway Boys is wrong. I'm just saying. I know. Um, Go on. I think Sun to Me. And I'm going to go with. uh, Mine again. And then I'm going to go with um. I'll just pick one. I want to find a good one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with half grown. Okay, now you gotta order them. Okay. In a speedier fashion. Okay, please. I'm gonna go with. You write out your numbers down because okay. I'm not going to let you change. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with something in the orange. I switched. Something in the orange is number one. Okay. Okay, I'm going to go with 
headed south as number two. I'm going to go with Highway Boys as number three. Mine again is number four. Oklahoma City is number five. Flying or Crying is number six. Godspeed is number seven. Sun to Me is number eight. Half Grown is number nine. And November Air is number ten. Okay. Okay. You're wrong. I figured. Do <laughs> um, you want me to go from one to ten or ten to one? Go from one to ten. That's not fun. I'm going from ten to one. <laughs> okay. Number ten is Godspeed. Ah. <laughs> you had Godspeed at number seven. Number nine, Late July. That was a single. That I was <laughs> thinking it might have been. Number eight, this one's going to shock you. Heavy Eyes. That was another one that I was in between on. Um, number seven is November Air. Okay. So you, at least that was on the list, at least. Yeah. So you only have two that are even on the list. What? So far, God's Oh, okay. I thought you meant total. I was like, oh my no, gosh. No, 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 no. Um, number six was Sun to Me. Okay. Number five, Flying or Crying. What I put Flying or Crying as? Um, number six. Okay, I, I figured it was probably pretty close. Yeah. Um, number four is Half Grown. Huh. I know, that one was, one's a lot higher up on the list. That one's gotten like that. pretty popular though. A lot of people can relate to that. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, I'm telling you. It's been people. a while since like it's been a while since I've checked like you know on Spotify like what his top ten are, mm-hmm. and I was trying to think of what they would be you know. <laughs> Number three is Head and Top. So what I have it as two. Okay, I figured it was. I knew it was always been up there. Number two is from Austin. <laughs> oh, I knocked that one out. So. So Number Highway one, Boys is not on the list. Highway Boys is not on the list. Number one is something in the <coughs> Okay. Um, it actually got 8.8 million streams in its first week. Holy cow. It was his number one most critically acclaimed. I figured. Everybody been hyping over it. Most critically acclaimed song. That's what that is. So um, before we go, can I uh, see my list and go over it? Yeah, I your really list? gave you a checklist. I know. <laughs> okay, so I put as my number 10, I put November Air. What was number 10? Godspeed. Number nine, I put half grown, and it was. And number nine is. Late July. Late July. Number eight, I put sun to me. Heavy eyes. Heavy eyes. Seven, I put Godspeed. November. Six, I put flying or crying. Sun to me. Five, I put high, um. I put um Oklahoma City. Flying or crying. Um. Half grown. Is number. F- I put four is mine again. Three, I put Highway Boys. Heading south. Two, I put heading south from Austin, and then number one is something. Something in the orange. Um, I didn't do terrible. <laughs> no, um, I was surprised to not see Oklahoma City uh, on this top ten. I'm I'm very surprised by that. Um, I think it was. A while some back. of them shocked me. Um, I was kind of surprised to see Sunday Me on the list. You know, I don't feel like that's one of his popular songs. No. Um, Heavy Eyes. I love the song Heavy Eyes personally, mm-hmm. but I was personally. I'm shocked to see, to see that one on there too. Um, 
Honestly, really, those are the only two that I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, the see. other ones I figured. I feel like some of them, like, I feel like Godspeed at number 10 is a little. I feel like it should be lower, but, like. That's one that, like, I, you know, I feel like either people love it or people don't listen to it. Yes. That's the same with Condemned, I think, honestly. Mm-hmm. I like how at Condemned, whenever, like, at the very end of it, he, like, lets out his little giggle. Like, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, like, sitting there with Put his friends. Put that on the radio. Yeah. He's in there with his friends. <laughs> yeah. It seems genuine. Well, I, that's why it's like, you know, a lot of Zach Bryan's music for me feels like it really honestly didn't even hit the store, stu- recording studio. Like, he's taking his videos straight off of YouTube. I know. And like, put them on an album. Yeah. Um, so, kind of want to wrap it up here. And the last two things that I want to wrap it up here, which I have mine written out and it's pretty lengthy, but mm-hmm. I want to. Explain to the pod <laughs> about the cast. Um, <laughs> why we like Zach Bryan. Why both of us like Zach Bryan. Okay, I don't have mine written out, so you're going to get a raw, uncut. <laughs> Give it. Oh, I thought you were going to go first. <laughs> you can kick it off. Let's go steal some ideas. <laughs> okay, so. No, because you can't say exactly what I'm <laughs> <laughs> So. I feel like we're probably going to have pretty similar answers. Even though I'm going first, you can't say I stole your ideas. Um, no, because I read mine to you earlier this week. I don't remember. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Okay. So I, here's why I like Seth Brent. Um, I said he's real, raw, and passionate. He writes the music that many artists, especially newer ones, are afraid to write. He doesn't care what people think about him or his music. He's just here to write songs and have a good time. He writes music that people can relate to on a deep, meaningful level. He writes music about his life, the good, bad, ugly, and a lot of artists you see now are predictable and they write the same thing over and over again. That's not Zach. You truly never know what he's going to drop next, and I love his music because he's always been unapologetically himself. He's not afraid to write a track that will cut you like a knife, and he's always working on the music. Yeah. So, if I had to go off of that right there, <laughs> he's super relatable. Go ahead and you know, he. He appeals to a lot, a very diverse crowd. He appears to, you know, the blue collar worker who's, you know, worked a shift today. He appeals <laughs> to, um. Okay. Shameless plug. What? Shameless plug. Shameless plug. He just got, off just work. got a job. Okay. <laughs> the he, second week. <laughs> he, he appeals to a very diverse crowd. And I think that's why he is very liked. Um, he's super relatable. Um, he articulates his words amazingly and is able to, really talk about a lot of like you know topics that you know you could almost call taboo that aren't talked about a whole lot um you know guys don't talk about their feelings especially popular True. guys you don't talk about your feelings and he really <laughs> you know really has done it but he's done it in I a very smooth and classy way popular, yeah he's you know he's expressing himself and his feelings in a way nobody ever thought guys would do that well that's the thing like he's almost set the standard for guys that <laughs> like yeah oh, oh i want a guy who's unapologetically himself and who's going to talk about his feelings yeah, you know? i mean like you see the real country man you don't ever think they've ever cried before <laughs> and he's just showing like the full in all honesty i really don't even think zach bryan's cried i think he's so callous to this world at this point that it's like no tears left to shed but like it's just he's he's real he's real he's yeah. real. bottom line he's real yeah and i think that a lot of people appreciate Real people nowadays, because mm-hmm. you see a lot of, especially popular people, 
and people in the spotlight, you see a lot of fake people. Yeah. And people love seeing a real person. Well, it's like, you know, I know we keep going back to, like, how basically Morgan Wallen's not a real man. But, um, like, when you see Morgan Wallen on stage, like, look at his crowd. Look at his following. You know, his following's, like, 21, 22-year-old girls who would be, quote-unquote, buckle bunnies. Um, you know... Girls who are country for Morgan Wallen, you know, the big glitzy country people. Yeah, look at Zach Bryan's following. Like, grown men <laughs> listen to this kid. Yeah, I've seen more people, you know, the two, you see, the most common two stereotypical people who listen to, you know, this pop country or bro country people are you know, the girls who dress up in their pink boots and pink fluffy hats. <laughs> Um, you have a vendetta against. I do, and then you got the the guys who wear skinny jeans and yeah. you have to tape their boots because so they don't have boot lines, <laughs> you know, or you have to go out and buy like weathered pants <laughs> because you all you own is you know the fancy stuff. It's a beef if you can't tell. Yeah, and it's like that's not real country. That's not real. You, that's fake. If you which. You know, I'm for dress however you want to dress. Do what you I, want to do. I could just... really care less. But, I mean, I think just their followings alone show the type of people they're both trying to reach. You know, like, Zach Bryan doesn't care if you're going to come with your fluffy pink hat and your fluffy pink cowboy boots. Like, Zach Bryan's dad shows up in his overall without a shirt on. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, I feel like, you know, Morgan Wallen, you know, if you could say this, I know he doesn't, but like... Morgan Wallen would require a dress code to his to his out or to his you know. What's well, like things? And- I saw a video on TikTok of like Morgan Wallen and somebody like um, he was signing something. Well, somebody like tossed their hat up for him to sign, and he got like mean. Like he looked at them like they were the worst thing that ever walked the earth, and took their hat and threw it to the other opposite side of the crowd, mm-hmm. and like looked at them and laughed. And it's like, why? Like, they're there paying you, you know? Like, you get money from them buying your tickets. Yeah. And it's like, to treat a fan like that, you know? And it's like, could he have went a a better way about handing you hat? Or could she have went a better way about giving you something to sign? Yeah. But did you have to react like that? Like, he reacts like a child in situations like that. I think that just, like, says a lot about, you know, the 26-year-old... Who is just here to have a good time. I mean, like, Zach Bryan was in our town and he went to the flippin' freezette. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah. Zach Bryan seems like the kind of guy who... He don't he doesn't care who is reached by his music. You know, you could be, you know, the most country person in the world or the person farthest away from country. Yeah. He doesn't care as long as he's making an impact. I, well, see, like, that's the thing. It's like Zach Bryan truly wants, like... He bought... He, like, when he came to our little town, you know, like, he bought out a bar for a night, but that's just so that bar wasn't being swarmed with people who just wanted to see him, you know, like, he wanted, he invited people to go to that bar with him, because he wanted the people to go to that bar with him to be there for the right reasons, not just to be there to see him, Yeah, you know, because he realizes that this world is bigger than he is, you know, he is not the only thing in this world, and that he is not the only artist in this world, you know, I feel like that speaks to how real this man is. Yeah. Summed up real nicely. Yeah. But, um... How did you discover Zach Brown? 
How did you discover Snoop? Very first, I saw him on YouTube. I feel like that's the popular for I, I saw him. I saw Condemned <laughs> on YouTube. And I honestly, I think I really saw it in like the first week or something because he had nothing else out. Because mm-hmm. I was like, man, he's good. I feel like I'm and the then, one behind the eight ball. Because yeah. like, I never saw him on YouTube. Well, I, saw, I saw him on YouTube after he got popular. So I saw him on YouTube way before he got popular. Mm-hmm. And then I saw him on TikTok. Um, Christian sent me a video. He's like, hey, have you seen this guy? And I was like. I'll listen to him, and I was like, wait a second, I saw this like two years ago, mm-hmm. not really, but like a, like a year ago, on YouTube, and I was like, he's popular now. Yeah, I, but like a lot of people here, that's like, oh, I heard him from YouTube, like I started following Zach Brown on YouTube. I never heard the man on YouTube. I heard him after yeah. he got popular, but I never heard the man on YouTube. You introduced him to me, and I was hesitant at first, because I'm a person who has my music, and that's the music I'm going to listen to. And you ain't going to get me to listen to new music until I'm ready to listen to music. And that's another reason why I wanted to do this podcast was to, you know, help me get out of my comfort zone. But, like, help others get out of their comfort zone, too. By, yeah. You know, I feel like I can get behind an artist that I know a lot about. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like... Yeah. To sit here and to know now, after doing this episode... Everything that I know about Zach Bryan, like, this man's a man. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I called you the other day a little boy, you know. I think Morgan Wallen's a little boy compared to Zach Bryan. How do you think? You're comparing me to Morgan Wallen? Yeah. You got anything else to say? Listen to his music. Listen to his music. Give him really a chance. He's really good. A lot of people don't give country a good enough chance, I think. Well, I think it has its niche. It does. I do. I, I do. I think it has its niche. I think it has died a little bit. Um, but I just think it has its niche. I will say, if I'm going to have a message to the crowd, I, I watched somebody say this one time. If you think you don't like country, it's probably because you've been listening to the wrong country music. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts, you know, just because you don't like bluegrass and, you know, what what I would consider. Bluegrass cons- is bluegrass. Okay. If you, just because you don't like the twangy country. Um, find somebody who's not. You yeah. Know. Just because you don't like the popular bro country. There's, you find someone who's not. Yeah. There's always there's somebody something who's, else that can. There's always somebody who is bigger than what you like. You yeah. Know? I mean, there's alternative style mm-hmm. country music. There's well, old like school. There's, you know. Zach Bryan's technically considered country folk. You know, he's. Yeah. A lot of, some of his albums actually are written down as singer-songwriter albums. But um, those albums would be classified folk more than country. Yeah. Well, you get somebody like Tyler Childers, who's alternative country music. Mm-hmm. Um, Coulter Wall is like straight folk. You know, I mean, there's, I mean, <laughs> there's see, that's the thing. all that's sorts the, of different. You know, country music is a very, very broad genre. Yes. So I do agree. You know, find, find your little niche. Yeah. I think. Everybody should at least give it a chance. I think you should really... I think everybody should give Zach Bryan a chance because you cannot tell me out of his, like, 78 songs that you can't find one that you like. Especially with how relatable he is. Yeah. You'll find something. All right, guys. So, if you've stayed with us this long, thank you. Thanks for listening tonight. We appreciate you. We love you. And that's all we got. We'll see you shortly. Yeah. Let's talk music.